Hey yo, what's going on? Welcome to the Blunt Talk Sports Heel Turn Podcast where we discuss wrestling. Uh, this week I'm kind of doing my uh, review on the Greatest Royal Rumble. Uh, I got a lot of thoughts on this, so stay tuned. It's coming right at you next. All right, y'all, what's going on? It is a Monday, about 11 o'clock or so. I'm going to, uh, like I said, do my Heel Turn podcast, which is a wrestling podcast, if uh, you didn't get from the name. So if you don't like wrestling, now's the time to log off, because you will not like this podcast. But if you do, you're in the right spot, because I am a mark, or smart, as some like to call us, a smart mark. If you don't know what that means, you're some, I'm someone who thinks they know what's going on each week uh, and can kind of tell you hopefully uh, what will happen in the near future, near to distant future. So anyway, uh, let's just jump right in. Um, I'll try to do this as best uh, close to the order they actually had the match. Um, So first up, it was uh, John Cena and Triple H um, who fought many times, Uh, but it was fun. Um, Just a good match, A a couple good spots here and there from both. Um, it's always fun to see two of the, uh, the greats, the Hall of Famers, uh, Trips and John Cena. Um, I've actually kind of gone through a weird phase with John Cena. When I first got back into wrestling, probably four, probably going closer to five years now. Um, and I've actually heard this, um, taken from another podcast, but everybody who loves wrestling has a break. It just, it's part of it. Like if you haven't had your break yet, your break's probably coming, but I took my break. Uh, I say I stopped watching wrestling probably like 2005. Um, I was super into basketball and the N1 mixtape tour, all that good stuff. So it, I kind of drifted away slowly, but surely, um, still love the product. And like every once in a while when I was in college, I'd be like, let's see what's going on in raw and just tune in. But, uh, it was so John Cena, um, dominant at the time it really turned me off to the product um so anyway I I I guess uh so I went from like 2005 to about 2000 or actually it's probably close to 2006 to uh I'd say 2012 like into 2012 is kind of when I got back into it um so anyway uh I've enjoyed um John Cena the past like two three years but I will say they kind of did the Roman Reigns thing where they forced him on us for a while and it just became redundant. Um, but now, uh, you know, a couple years ago, we had a point where Cena went away for like five, six months, maybe even longer than that. He was filming a movie or whatnot. Anyway, when that happened, I really found myself, I was like, man, I kind of miss Cena. Like, I, for example, right now, Gene Zambros, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose, a.k.a. Trash, has been gone for, what, five months? And I don't miss him at all. I don't like his in style, his in-ring style. I don't like the way he works. I've never seen a match other than the AJ Styles match, which, again, that probably has much more to do with AJ Styles, um, where they had the uh, the ladder match where, um, oh, what's his face? James Ellsworth came and pushed him over and betrayed Ellsworth to help Styles. That was his best match um, as far as Dean Ambrose goes. Um, but anyway, uh, the, he's been gone, like, again, Dean's been gone and I don't miss him. But anyway, um, when Cena was gone, I, I really missed, um, just kind of what he did for the company. Um, any match he's in, you know, he's going to bring his A game. Um, I can't think of too many Cena matches where I was just like, that was terrible. He, he's a good worker. Uh, he's great on the mic. And then most importantly, he's just a good guy. 
Like, if you don't like John Cena, you got to check your, you know, check yourself. The dude, he's granted, like, 300 more wishes than the next closest celebrity or athlete. Like, he's just a good guy. So, anyway, I kind of dropped my hate for John Cena um, just as a wrestling fan. Again, it's hard to, like, really justify not liking him. So, uh, the greatest Royal Rumble match, Cena did what he did. Um, It was a nice little match, fun spots here there. We saw the AA. Um, anyway, so Cena ends up taking it. Um, Triple H, world-renowned for letting people get over on him, man. The guy, like, I don't know, once once or twice a year just, like, will wrestle all for the uh, the point of putting someone else over. And, I don't know, I think that's pretty cool. So, anyway, um, that match was fun. Nothing to write home about. Nothing to, like, go set your DVR or go back and you have to watch the Rumble. Like, nah. It was good, not great, um, but it, it was fun. So, decent match. Um, next match, I believe, at least off the top of my head, was Gender versus uh, Mr. Jeff Hardy. Uh, I actually, I know a lot of people don't like Gender. I, I enjoy the uh, the modern day Maharaja. Uh, I like his uh, on the mic skills. Last week, he dropped a Vern Troyer joke. Uh, rest in peace, Mini uh, Mini Me. But uh, yeah, I didn't see that coming, so that really actually made me laugh. Um, so anyway, this match was just okay. Uh, it had one of the best botches we've seen in a while. Jeff Hardy went off the ropes and did like a, I don't even know what it's called, like a spinning, looking like a 540 flip where he's spinning um, inward. And he just, com- and I guess Mahal was not where he was supposed to be, and he just completely missed. And instead of just letting Mahal, or uh, I'm sorry, Jeff looks stupid, Jinder <laughs> just falls over out of nowhere. Like he was shot with a sniper rifle. So that wasn't a good look. Um, I saw Jinder responded on Twitter, and it was something like, everybody relax. I was uh, just selling it or something to that effect. Um, just kind of poking fun at himself. So that was good. And crazy enough, not the biggest botch of the night. We'll get to that later. I mean, you, who would have thought there'd be a bigger botch than that? But good Lord. Um, so anyway, uh, Jeff retains. He's going to take that title to SmackDown, which made sense. Um so anyway, that match was just okay. Um, so let's move on. So again, Jeff Hardy retains. He has the American title on SmackDown. Um, so I'm interested to see what they do with uh, Jinder on Raw. Somehow get him involved in uh, maybe the IC title stuff. So anyway, we'll move right into that. Intercontinental title was up. Um, Samoa Joe, Finn Balor, The Miz, Seth Rollins all trying to win. I think I might be missing one person. I think there was one more person in the match. I just can't quite remember. Oh, was it Dolph? Anyway, I can't remember at the moment. But uh, either way, this was the best match of the night. Uh, A lot of action, a lot of cool spots. Um, But basically, I'll just give you the good part. Finn is pretty much by himself going up the ladder. It looks like, oh, crap, there's no way anybody's going to stop him. Um, And they're kind of on a tight view from underneath the second rope on the, the ladder itself. So you're watching... Um, Finn move his way up, and it looks like it's you know pretty much destiny. He's going to win it, and then out of nowhere, Seth Rollins just comes like completely into the picture. Like I said, out of nowhere, grabs the ladder, and it just shoots up at like lightning. Grabs it, and then you know he retains. It was crazy. What he did is he went on the outside and jumped, kind of like AJ Styles AJ Styles does on the outside, bounced and just perfectly landed on the ladder, and it surprised Finn enough to where he he allowed. Uh, Seth to get up and grab the IC title. So, um, fun, uh, definitely a fun match. Great spots. Uh, I all those guys worked really well together. It was a really really fun match. Probably like I said, the best match 
of the evening, um, at least from a, just a just pure work rate entertainment standpoint, it was the most fun match. So, anyway, Rollins re- uh, retains. He will be taking his title back to SmackDown as he should. Um, he looks good with the Intercontinental, Intercontinental title. I like that on him. I think it's a good look. He's had a really, really good, I'd say, what, three to four months? Um, going back right to before um, Mania with the gauntlet matches and all that. So, anyway, he definitely deserves a little run. So, it's been fun watching that. Um, let's see what's next. The Bar uh, versus Wyatt, Matt Hardy. This was an obvious one. Um, the Bar is not giving up the titles. Um, oh, I'm sorry. The Bar is not taking another set of titles <laughs> over to SmackDown. So, I thought that was kind of silly that they even did that. But, um, so yeah, that was pretty obvious. Those are one of those matches that, it, like, again, I'm a smart mark. I'm someone who thinks they know what's going on, and this is one of the few times uh, I got this one right. And actually, from just like a um, work rate and the things I guessed right, man, I was way off on this one. I, I got almost all my predictions wrong. So if you listen to the uh, podcast on Friday uh, or last week, you're probably like, what the hell is this guy talking about? <laughs> But hey, it happens. Uh, Swing and a miss a couple times. But um, so other than that, um, what else was there to really note? Uh, I will say uh, it was definitely notable to me that there were no women matches. Like there's something just fell off. Again, a lot of political uh, stuff behind it. A lot of people were mad the women weren't there. Um, Even Sami Zayn was left off the card. Um, because of, uh, he's from originally from Syria and I guess Syrians and Saudi Arabia do not mix. So anyway, um, say what you will about that, you know, have your own personal opinion. I hope, uh, I will say it was really cool to watch, um, some of the crowd shots of just the kids, man. They really had a good time at this thing. Um, so I hope to, you know, in five years, I, cause I believe there's a 10 year deal with the Saudis. Uh, with WWE. So let's hope in 10 years that the Saudis are allowing our women to come up there and show them what women's wrestling is about and maybe inspire some young girls. Um, there was even a moment where they had some of the, they had a tryout for some of the Saudis there and they brought four of their best products um, from the tryouts and let them kind of have a moment with uh, Ari Davari uh, and the Davari brothers, which was a little hot. And that was an interesting segment. I, I was very surprised they did that. Let them run out there with the Iran flag and the, the crowd just went ape shit when they came out. So anyway, uh, that was a fun match, uh, or not match, but a fun little moment for the uh, the home crowd. Um, and then I guess we'll go to the biggest, or I guess not biggest, but uh, I don't even want to touch on this match. AJ Shinsuke was a disappointment. The match itself was good, but the ending was terrible. Uh, so anyway, I'm not a fan of that. They it ended in a disqualification. Why even have the match? Um, I guess if you're looking at the work rate stuff. It's because they have uh, Backlash this next weekend, and they're trying to promote it. So another feud, another one-off will lead to the, the big match. And if I'm a betting man, I would assume that Backlash is where we're going to get most of our big action uh, this weekend. Um, you know, we've been waiting for since WrestleMania for a good payoff with the Shinsuke-AJ uh, feud. So I look, I'm assuming that's going to be the one uh, that where we finally get our money's worth on the uh, the match anyway. And they finally get us something to go home with. Um, so anyway, that match, like I said, kind of disappointing. Um, it's some good moments, but again, I just hated the ending. Uh, Rusev Day versus uh, Undertaker. I posted a poll on the, the Blunt Talk Sports page, and 100% were right. Uh, Rusev did not win. I was hoping they'd make a one-off uh, little feud for maybe uh, Mania next year. Rusev and him would go at it, but that didn't happen. So anyway, um, Undertaker wins easily. Um, 
it was a, f- a pretty fun match. Uh, a, a little bit of controversy. Uh, <laughs> Undertaker tombstones Aiden English, and his head actually hit the canvas. So some people were worried they bought he you know, hurt his neck, but um, Aiden responded on Twitter like, oh, "I'm fine. It's not, nothing to worry about." So uh, moving on to the biggest match, other than the Rumble, was Brock versus Roman. More bullshit. We're gonna get another Roman match, I assume. Brock match. I don't know when, but maybe back a backlash. I guess I don't know. I don't even know at this point. I'm sure we'll find out tonight on Raw, uh, kind of what's happening with all that. But um, yeah, not a good match. Or I, let me rephrase that: not a bad match. The work was good, but the ending was terrible. Brock uh, gets speared by Roman on the outside, goes through the cage. He technically hits the ground first, but he's technically still on top of the the mesh from the. Uh, the chain fence so like the cage fell and like technically roman's feet he did hit the actual ground first so i don't know if they're gonna try to recourse correct that i don't know if they're gonna talk about it tonight and just give their like kayfabe explanation of why they gave it to brock or if they just completely glance over it and we're not even supposed to really hear about it and it's you know that's kind of it um so yeah, that was uh, kind of annoying and frustrating, but again, w- nothing to be uh, stunned at. This has been going on for months now, so hopefully Backlash is it, but geez, guys, I don't know. I'm ready for a Braun-Brock um, feud. Like I'm, I'm officially there. Um, and then with that, I'll move into the Royal Rumble. Uh, the Rumble was fun. Not many too big surprises. We had a fat sumo that showed up. Um, couple guys from NXT, and not even good guys from NXT, a couple terrible decisions from NXT, uh, the guy from Heavy Machinery showed up, Tucker, whatever, um, wasn't a fan of him, some guy named Baba Booey or something from NXT, he was a monster, really big, um, <laughs> the great Kali showed up, thank God, I was really waiting for that, um, Hornswoggle was the best, like, surprise entrant of the night, <laughs> I did not see that coming, and shockingly, he was, uh, eliminated pretty quick um all right then we'll get to the best part of the night so as the announcers are calling out titus they're like the the leader of titus worldwide you see titus sprinting down to the ring well i'd say about 15 feet away from the ring you see his toe catch a piece of the rubber and he starts to trip and just goes face first into the uh underneath the ring and completely disappears all you can see is a little bit of his foot um i kind of thought it was planned at first but man once you saw the uh the official, um, the uh, announcer's reaction, it was just, I was dying. It was really, really funny. But uh, Braun goes on to uh, to win the title, or the I guess you can call it. They gave him a title with it. It looks stupid. It's green. Uh, but Braun wins. I guess that's pretty understandable considering he's a monster and he's been most over. So I get that. But um, I guess overall I give this show, um, the entire show in its entirety, a 6 out of 10. It was okay. Um, nothing you have to see, but it, I like the Rumble, so it was fun. Um, seeing Chris Jericho come out last and the crowd pop for him was cool. So anyway, uh, yeah, um, a fun uh, little you know side kind of uh, event that no one really expected. So I can't be too you know haterish on it. It is what it is. I enjoyed it. Uh, if you get a chance, go back and watch the Rumble and the uh, the t- uh, the uh, the ladder match for sure. The ladder match was really fun. But uh, yeah, that is my review of the greatest Royal Rumble. Uh, if you give a chance, uh, like, and share this. And, uh, if you like wrestling, just keep tuning in, uh, keep an ear out later this week. I'm going to drop the, uh, the basketball podcast, uh, with Alpha Bama and my usual guys who contribute. So anyway, keep an eye and ear out for, uh, 
more stuff coming from the Blunt Talk Sports Podcast Network. This was the Heel Turn Pod. Thanks for listening. I'm out.